Welcome to the 5-Minute Rashi, where Ibn Yitzhak Shem will be taking one comment of Rashi from the weekly parasha, trying to understand it, and hopefully learning some lessons from it. So this week's parasha, Naso, contains a number of subjects, and it has a chapter devoted to the laws of the Sota, a woman suspected of adultery, who is led through a pretty humiliating process in the Bet Mikdash, and that is followed in Perak Vav by the laws of the Nazir, somebody who takes a vow, normally for a period of 30 days, to refrain from drinking wine or any grape products, from cutting their hair, and from contact with the dead. And Rashi explains the smichut parshiot, the juxtaposition of these two sections. He says, Lama nismachar parshat nazir la parshat sota. Why was the parsha of the nazir, the one who refrains from wine, etc., juxtaposed to the parsha of the sota, the woman suspected of adultery? Lomar lacha, says Rashi, this comes to teach you, this is Perak Vav Pasuk Bet, Shakal Haraer Sota Bikilkala, anyone who sees the Sota in her disgrace, Yazir Atzmo Min Hayayin, will separate themselves from the wine, Shahu Mevi Lide Niuf, because it, that is wine, brings one to adultery. So Rashi is saying that we need to explain the Smichut Parshiot, the juxtaposition of these two Parshiot. This is a question that Rashi only occasionally asks. And the Mephoshim of Rashi explained that he only asked it when there's a good reason why one of the parsha should have been somewhere else. In this case, we can suggest that the parsha of the Nazir, which is basically a special case of a neder, of a vow, should have been placed with the other laws of Nadarim in Parshat Matot. And therefore, the fact that it's here in Parshat Nasir needs an explanation, which is what Rashi brings. But the next thing to say is, is Rashi saying that somebody who sees a sota will actually become a nazir or just separate themselves from wine? It's not absolutely clear. But if it is that they become a nazir, then we can ask two more questions. And the first is, well, we understand that somebody wants to get away from wine because they see the disgrace that wine can bring on somebody when one loses one's moral compass as a result of drunkenness. But what does cutting one's hair, or rather not cutting one's hair, have to do with avoiding adultery? So to this we turn to the Rabbeinu Bechaya, who says that the act of not cutting one's hair, of letting one's hair grow long and disgusting, showing that one doesn't care for one's own personal appearance, helps one be humble and serve God more effectively. By turning one's back on the normal ways of the world, which is to make oneself look nice, one is thereby dedicating oneself more as an Ebed Hashem, a servant of Hashem. And the other question that we can ask is, if one wants to give up wine because one can see the effect that wine can bring one to, then what's the point of doing it just for 30 days, that being the normal period of a Nazirut? For this, we turn to the Kliyakar. And the Kliyakar says quite clearly that there's no point in giving up wine for 30 days and then going back to it straight afterwards, back to all one's drunkenness and all the other things that drunkenness brings, because that will achieve nothing at all. Therefore, he says that the purpose of refraining from wine for 30 days is perhaps what we might say the beginning of a program to rid oneself of an addiction, to start with the process, to start the process of separating oneself from wine, using 30 days of a complete separation to induce, to induce in one what the Kliyakar calls a chazaka, a presumption that after 30 days, one can be in control of one's desire for wine and one won't succumb into drunkenness and all that that brings with it. 
So the 30 days is indeed the, the extent of the period of vowing not to drink any wine. But the presumption is that after those 30 days, one will have controlled one's desire for wine, and therefore one will be able to avoid the disgrace that comes together with drunkenness. So if we're assuming that Rashi says someone who sees the Sota will actually become a Nazir, and rather than just refrain from wine, then with the help of these other Mephoshim, we can understand that Nazirat, through not just drinking wine, but also through neglecting one's personal appearance deliberately, and indulging in a 30-day training program to put one in control of one's desires, is the correct way to respond to the evidence of the Sota that tells one that indulging and overindulging and giving in to one's desire for wine leads to a disgrace, and therefore a 30-day Nazira process is precisely the antidote we need to take control of our faculties. Shabbat Shalom.